Welcome to Disney Deciphered, a podcast helping you save money, time, and stress as you plan your Walt Disney World vacation. Today on episode two, we discuss six reasons that planning a Walt Disney World vacation can be intimidating and stressful. But don't fear, in future episodes, we'll talk about how to ease that stress. So we'd love it if you subscribed on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play, and you can also find old episodes at DisneyDeciphered.com. Enjoy the show. Hi, I'm Joe from As a Joe Flies. And I'm Leslie from Trips with Hikes. And uh, welcome back. It is uh, episode two. And in this episode, like we promised, uh, we are going to talk about our reasons that you may not want to consider going to Disney World. You know, what are those things that can make Disney World intimidating and scary? You know, kind of what are those things that first timers or maybe even second timers, sometimes especially second timers, um, worry about? when they're planning their Disney vacations. And, you know, we do want you to know that we're kind of designing this podcast with these things in mind, because like we said on episode zero, like our goal is to make your life easier when you're planning your Disney world vacation. We want to save you money. We want to save you time. And uh, we want to save you stress. Leslie, uh, if this is someone's first time, can you remind them really quickly just who this podcast is aimed for? So this podcast is aiming to help uh, travelers who are fairly new to Disney World. Um, many people who would be traveling with their families. We're both uh, family travelers ourselves. So any any folks who you know maybe haven't been in quite a while, maybe they went when they were kids for the first time, but now are bringing their own kids. This is for you. So you know, but if you're a Disney geek like we are, we want you listening to. Yeah, we'll try to throw in uh, some nuggets here and there. And uh, yeah, I mean, our goal is to keep things at or around 15 minutes. Um, so, you know, wherever you are, whether you're at home uh, doing chores on the go, um, you know, just a little bite-sized piece of uh, Disney planning advice to help you out, hopefully. So we are going to talk about uh, the top six reasons or the six things we find most intimidating about planning Disney vacations, and we're going to count from uh, least intimidating to most intimidating. So I'll go first. Um, this kind of is an honorable mention, but you might as well give it the number six. I think the weather in Florida is something that can cause stress um, for people. Obviously, you can't control the weather, but you know Florida has hurricanes. Um, it can be incredibly hot in the summer. In the winter, you have no idea. It could be 80 one day. It could be 40 the next day. Um, and so, you know, when planning your Disney World vacation, I think that the weather can cause stress, um, you know, as it relates to travel, but also as it relates to your time in the parks. No one kind of wants to be uh, in the parks, you know, for three days straight where it's like raining cats and dogs or, you know, even worse uh, if there's a hurricane. Not that going to the parks is the most important part when there's a hurricane, but sometimes people take years um, planning their vacation. So, you know, in terms of stressors, uh, I think weather is one of the things that we think uh, people will stress out about um, as they're planning their D- Disney vacation. What do we got for number five, Leslie? So number five is exhaustion. I think that is a big intimidating factor for a lot of families. They know there's a ton of walking involved in going to a Disney World park. Um, they know their kids are going to be exhausted by the end of it. They're going to be complaining. Everybody's going to have blisters and, um, that's that really deters a lot of people like they they want to go on vacation and relax you know this is your time off of work this is your time with your family and they think that a disney world vacation is going to just exhaust them and you know 
if you go really hard, that's true. But uh, I think we'll we'll have lots of tips for you to ha- know how to pace yourself, pace your family, know when to take breaks, um, know what to skip and what you have to do. So, you know, if you try to do it all, you probably will have a miserable time. But um, we'll steer you clear from that. So that's number five. Number four, you're up, Joe. Yeah, so uh, I would say the only caveat is uh, if you are a crazy person like Leslie or myself, you know, you may want to go hard every once in a while and you will just welcome the exhaustion um, at the Disney parks. Would you say that's true, Leslie? That's true. And kids, you know, the kids never sleep better than they do after a day at Disney. I remember going for 14 straight hours with my daughter when she was six, uh, no stroller. She was walking the whole time. Um, and she passed out on the hotel room floor without even getting into bed when we got back home. So, you know, she slept really well that night. Yeah, I've been there. So uh, let's get to number four. Um, so the number four reason why we think planning a Disney vacation is intimidating is the sheer amount of planning involved. Um, and that's why I said at the beginning, you know, sometimes these things that are intimidating are more intimidating for second timers than they are for first timers, because sometimes first timers just show up and kind of have no idea um, I guess just how much there is to figure out at Disney world, what kind of learning curve there is. And then if they want to plan a second vacation, all of a sudden it's a little bit stressful because you realize how much planning you have to do um, for a Disney vacation. You know, the reality is even for someone like me who is not like a major planner, um, you, it does take some planning to maximize your Disney experience. I'm not saying that you have to have every minute mapped out or things like that, but you kind of have to have a, at least a general idea of what's going on. There's, you know, certain rules at play, theme park rules at play, Disney rules at play that you want to know before you go in. Um, you know, a simple example is you want to know that the parade's at three o'clock, but you should start lining up at 2.15 if you want to be in the front or, um, you know, at the very least 2.45, or you want to know kind of where are those places where it's not the quote unquote best view of the parade, but it's a good enough view of the parade and you can get there two minutes before um, to see it. So stuff like that, there's just so much planning that can be involved. It can be very overwhelming. Um, and so, you know, I think that's very intimidating to people. Yeah, I think also with the amount of time in advance you have to plan for Disney World vacations in particular, that tends to turn people off. I mean, the dining window opens 180 days in advance, and I'm always like, I don't know where I want to eat 180 days in advance, or maybe I haven't even thought about planning my vacation 180 days in advance. So that sometimes is a turnoff to a lot of people. Um just have to think that far ahead, you know, fast pass window if you're staying on property is 60 days in advance. So it's the, it's the lead time um, is a big part of that as well. Whoa, whoa. Save some, uh, save some material for episode 15 and uh, 27 <laughs> uh, when we're cover those uh, topics. Okay. Fair enough. Had to give a little, a little uh, data in there to get started. Yeah. Wet their appetite, Joe. Sounds good. All right. What's uh, number three? So number three is uh, transportation logistics. And this is one that I think uh, is especially true for families with young children. I think if you if you go to Disney World for the first time when your kids are older, that maybe you don't feel the pain point as much. But 
I have definitely felt it with babies and toddlers because you have to think about how you're going to get the babies and toddlers and their strollers and all their stuff, you know, onto a bus or a monorail or a ferry and, you know, where your connections are, where you're, you know, what, how much time that's going to take if you're trying to race back for nap time and, you know, you have to wait 30 minutes for a bus because they're, they're full. So the, the logistics of the transportation are, um, Definitely something that have, have loomed, has loomed large in my mind in the last couple of years. You know, it, it plays into, you know, what hotel you pick. Do you want to be on the monorail loop? Do you, you know, you, are you okay waiting for a shuttle? You know, what shuttle stop will you be? So those kind of things, I think, make people worried because Disney World's a sprawling complex and you have to think about the transportation. Yeah. And that's the one, that's another one of those things where, you know, just kind of five to 10 minutes of planning or perhaps a 15 minute podcast, uh, if I might say my, so myself, um, you know, might help you, might help you save you, you know, 30 minutes or more, uh, in terms of time and, uh, stress. All right. So the second biggest intimidating factor we think, uh, for Walt Disney world is the crowds. Um, basically here today in 2018, and it's been true for years now, there really is no time to visit Disney world where there are no crowds. The only thing you can do is minimize the crowds. Um, that means, you know, lots of people on the streets. That means waits for dining. That means obviously waits for rides, the aforementioned parades, like how deep does the crowd have to go? Um, and so, you know, I think crowds can be a real turnoff for people because, you know, you don't want to go to Disney world and then just wait for six hours, literally to ride flight of passage in Pandora and animal kingdom and then go home. Um, for most people, that's not their idea of a good time. So yeah, so we think that, you know, crowds are something that can be very intimidating, but there are ways to manage the crowds or to get around them or to minimize the effect that crowds have on your experiences. Um, like, you know, the aforementioned fast passes that Leslie talked about, you know, you get three for free at Disney World, but the question is, you know, which ride should you use them for to kind of maximize your experience? And now I will say that, in terms of fast passes and things like that, I go pretty crazy in terms of maximizing, but you don't have to do that um, to plan out a good vacation and overcome the crowds, you know? So it's just a matter of knowing, you know, for example, maybe you shouldn't use your fast pass on Dumbo. Exactly. I, I, people always, when they hear that I'm a travel blogger and I write a lot about Disney, they always say, you know, I hate Disney. These, these crowds are so long. I, you know, I don't want to stand in line with my kids. And I, I say to them, I don't do lines. And they're like, what do you mean you don't do lines? And I was like, well, their strategy is to avoid them. And uh, you just have to, to learn those tips and tricks. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to share those tips and tricks, right, Joe? That's right. That's what we don't get paid to do. <laughs> <laughs> so what is uh, our number one reason that uh, planning a Disney vacation is intimidating? I think this one will come as no surprise. It is the cost. Disney vacations can be very, very expensive, especially if you're comparing them to, you know, more economical travel, like maybe vis visiting a national park or, you know, just going to your local theme park down the road or something like that. Um, Disney vacations can be very expensive. And I say can be because, you know, there are lots of ways to minimize the cost of those vacations. Um, Joe and I come from the frequent flyer miles and points world. And so we use a lot of hacks ourselves to save money on Disney vacations. But, you know, I'm of the opinion 
that uh, for the entertainment that you get, uh, Disney vacations can be a real value. I mean, obviously the park tickets are really expensive, but there are a lot of ways to save um, the hotels, the, you know, off the out of the park activities. Um, even dining doesn't have to necessarily be insanely expensive. So, you know, I, I think that's definitely a pain point for many people. Um, and, you know, let's just be honest, a Disney vacation is not within the reach of, of many Americans, given the way the economy has been in the last, you know, decade or so, or, or for all of time. But, you know, we're going to help you minimize that cost and, and see if it can be in within the reach of many more people. Yeah, and I will say that, um, you know, unfortunately, it does feel like Disney has been catering more towards those more expensive dollars um, over the last few years. Maybe they think that's where they make more money. However, um, you know, we still both believe that a Disney vacation is in reach for any family that's willing to do a little bit of saving, willing to do a little bit of budgeting. And, you know, we'll talk about uh, in future episodes, you know, what's the best way to um, save your money at Disney and also things like, you know, what's worth splurging on and what's, what's not worth, you know, spending your, hard saved money on. Um, and so, you know, Disney prices, they feel set in stone in some ways they are, but, uh, in other ways, you know, you can kind of, uh, get around that. Definitely. There, there are hacks to be had and we, we will ferret them all out as this podcast continues. All right. So, uh, that's it. That's our uh, top six, or maybe you say bottom six reasons to visit Disney. Uh, the most intimidating uh, factors that you know may cause you stress as you are planning a Disney vacation. But like we said, uh, the goal of this podcast is to save you money, time, and or stress uh, as you're planning your Disney vacation. So uh, starting with episode three, uh, we hope to start getting into you know deciphering some of the many things you have to figure out um, or understand as you're planning your Disney vacation. Any final thoughts, Leslie? I'm ready to get get started. How about you? Yeah, sounds good. I think uh, this has been uh, enough uh, episodes of setup, and so uh, let's go knock them down. All right, so until next time, we want to just thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy what you're hearing, we'd really appreciate it if you subscribe to us in iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play. Maybe tell a friend uh, to check us out as well. Like we said, um, we're going to get into the meat of things soon. So um, we're looking forward to doing those episodes and we hope we hope you're looking forward to them as well. All right. I'll see you next time, Leslie. Talk to you soon, Joe.